this episode of Coffee with Jim and James. Before we bring our guests in, James, I, I barely barely have seen you at all lately. Maybe I know. We went back to back to back to back weeks, it seemed like, live at events. And then here we are now just in these little boxes again. That's It's a little different for me, but that's all right. This is the world that we live in right now, and we embrace it. So with Absolutely. no further ado, I think we should bring our guests in to help get this PSMS episode on. Look the- at his shirt. Look at Steven's shirt. Oh, I know. Repping it. Down the floor. I'm repping. Oh, he, he was saving that one for today. Well, I, I've worn it a couple of occasions, but. <laughs> Steven, please introduce yourself, I... if you would. Go ahead, James. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, absolutely. So thanks. Thanks again for the uh, for the opportunity to come on the show. Um, so my name is Stephen Wazorek. And uh, let's see, I've been in the utility industry for 14 years now. I actually work for an operator uh, in an LDC out of the Washington DC area. And we serve about 1.2 million customers. Uh, and I manage the uh, QMS, our quality management system, uh, mostly over our construction and operations areas. And um, I love, PSMS. So really, that's it. I mean, that's kind of it in a nutshell. Oh, he's actually starting now. <laughs> oh, uh, my name is Ashley Danini, and um, I uh, am currently the founder and principal of Lola Link Consulting. Um, Lola is named after my first daughter, Lola. And since then, I've had another, Layla. So shout out to the second. Um, but we are in the utilities and energy space and really, um, our focus is coming along in, uh, industry stakeholders, helping them build strategies, whether you're a utility company or you're a service provider, um, or even a technology product company and coming in, helping you develop the strategy and then really linking it to the operational fibers of the industry or of your business. So that's kind of where we're at. But I started actually unplanned, unconventional. I was an undergrad in college. I wanted to shift from four part-time jobs to one to go to night school. And I was desperate for any (laughs) part-time job. So I ended up meeting uh, one of my dear friends at a gas station at 11 o'clock at night to pop my resume on the desk of the director at the Virginia State Corporation Commission that next morning. And we joke now like, well, he had to give me a shot at that point. So I found myself um, writing testimony for the state um, and then fell in love with the business and have done um, and been blessed with a lot of different um, roles, mostly on kind of the bleeding edge space, which pipeline safety management systems is. And just helping people wrap their minds around what it is, what it isn't, and how to drive value from that. So, yeah, and I, I spent some time with NYSource um, and helped in a lot of different capacities from gas operations and construction to technology and, and um, other, other kind of key strategic things and projects for the organization. And then COVID hit mm-hmm. and I decided to start my own business. So here we are. <laughs> James? I don't think we've we ever have some had... friends over at Dysource. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we probably know we probably know uh similar friends. Yeah, small world in the business. Yeah. 
for sure. James, can I ask you a question? Have we ever had a origin story that started in a gas station at 11 p.m.? Nah. <laughs> not probably not. Yeah. Not yet. Well, we yeah, have now. No. Boom. You know, I'll tell you, Jimmy, I am a little concerned. I have two people so obsessed with quality on here while my internet's <laughs> acting the way it is. And we have the pre-show. Or, <laughs> not obsession. It's just commitment. Mm. Continuous improvement, <laughs> you know? Yeah. We're, that's it's right. the lifestyle so it's, it's, that uh, we need. You're going to get better. If, if we can help you with that, we're perfectly happy to. I need another bucket of internet. Well, you know, when we're connecting people from around the country, James, this is the world we live in, brother. We're okay. We're all right. For we're sure. all right. Deep breaths. Jimmy, I don't know if you remember, but this whole conversation started, I'll let you tell the story, but really on a, not the, the I guess the larger idea of the episode a few weeks ago when we were on a call with Jeff Weiss. Well, and even before, remember talking about Steve Allen, you know, um, mm -hmm. James and I were, we were talking with Steve Allen, who everybody knows, loves and adores. And uh, it, we're talking with Steve and Steve loves to tell stories. You think I like to tell stories? He's uh, great yeah. at it too. He oh, is good storyteller. Nah, he's got great stories. Beautiful at it. And we're going on and on and whose name comes up, but Steven's. And we're, we're connecting the dots. Nobody could say his last name, though, but we knew. Yeah, I knew that's what all right. we were talking about. Uh, by now, yeah. Stephen W. Stephen W. That's right. how we do it. And that's then right. we had uh, Jeff Weiss on last week or the week before, and we're talking, and whose names come up on that one from him is Stephen and Ashley. Oh, and wow. Like, this is all coming together. And actually, you know, before in the pre-show, we're talking about uh, when Stephen and I met in New Orleans at the AGA in the spring, and we talked a little bit about then and the importance of PSMS. And really, where it began, where we were talking about one of the first things we talked about is because I joined the LinkedIn PSMS group. And again, I'm I'm still on my PSMS journey. I, I love it and adore it. But obviously, thank you. And <laughs> you just kept going on. So I think you know James and I were talking to be apropos one really to really, you know, kind of peel that back a little bit to understand about the PSMS group on LinkedIn. And I think you have over a thousand uh, members right now. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's like a thousand seventy six or somewhere around there. Yeah. Precision matters. Yeah. How did that yeah. begin? I mean, what, what was the I mean, did you we guys celebrate every member? Yeah. So how did it start? Yeah. So um, so I was uh, it, in my company, uh, I was managing QMS. I was the, I would say, and I mean, a self-appointed, I'm kind of was the first operational person that was close to PSMS, right? Okay. So I was there in the beginning as far as, you know, when the, they started shopping around the pilot, you know, I was in working groups within AGA and uh and all the you know gti projects and all that sort of thing and we started to you know conduct our assessments and our gap analysis and analyses and all that and um uh, i i just noticed having been part of those groups that um you know it seemed to be that people were taking that information and they were going back to their corners right and and kind of talking amongst themselves but it got really quiet um and the other thing i noticed is that you know i'm i really am i'm all about inclusion so I'm, I'm particularly sensitive to making sure that there's enough people involved in the conversation that are 
at the heart of the matter, right? And so there's a lot of stakeholders from your executives all the way down to the person that's in the hole, you know, twisting pipe, you know, welding up, you know, seams, doing everything. And so I wanted to create an inclusive platform for, you know, where anybody could really come in and talk. And so I just finally, I don't know how long I've been thinking about it, but I finally pulled the trigger in February of 2018. The first year was a total mess because it was uh, like I was just sending messages out into a black hole. Like I seriously, I wasn't sure if I was going to continue into 2019. I mean, it was that depressing. And I actually, I came across uh, a a bit of information from uh, an influencer in the media world. And he actually had said when he started his YouTube, that was, uh, it was probably James, when he, when he, when he started his YouTube channel, he went an entire year and nothing happened. Like he wasn't getting any sort of traction. And he said, it finally just clicked. People started catching on. And I said, you know what? I will give it like a full year, right? Into 2019 and, and I'll, I'll, I'll just keep going and I'll see what happens. And, uh, you know, timing is everything sometimes, you know, it happened to be that in the spring, the AGA finally came out, issued an executive order saying that all of their operator members would be on the path within the next three years. And at the same time, plug to EWN, you know, Steve Allen and I connected because he was, when we were in New Orleans, I referred to him as like, they, you know, one of the OGs, and he thought I was just calling him old. He, uh, <laughs> oh, is the, he, he, yeah, he's like, what? Why well, am a what? And uh, and so really, he he was out there already, as you probably know, he was already out there talking about it at conferences, and um, he was mentioning the group. And so between him mentioning the group, and and that trigger point of AGA issuing that statement, people started looking around for other ways to get involved. And, um, and so it just, it just happened. And that March, I actually started, I said, well, why don't we move this to conference calls? So I just, honestly, I just, uh, you know, I started a conference line. We just started getting on audio calls and we did that through, through the year. And then right up before COVID hit, I said, you know, we should probably move to video because the the platforms were kind of increasing. And oddly enough, it was going to have to happen anyway, right? Because we certainly weren't going to meet in person. So we moved to video conferencing. And then the our presentations, so like month-to-month stuff really kind of took off then. So we had some, you know, obviously I leveraged Jeff and Steve as much as I could because honestly, that's the nature of the of the game is trying to, use as many of those resources as possible. And, um, you know, I had like Linda Doherty on to speak, who was, you know, assistant administrator at FEMSA at the time. And so I had a few of those and huge successes. And then it just kind of started to grow. Ashley, and she'll, she can tell her story. I reached out for help in 20, was it 21? Yeah, it was last year. And I said, look, I want to scale this. And I know there's no other way I can do it, but to actually start to get people to help me out. And I desperately put out the call. Like I was like, please, can someone like, like I needed someone to really help. Um, and I needed, you know, fresh ideas and I just needed new perspectives and, and, and Ashley answered the call. And obviously that was a huge win. So 
Ashley, is that really how it happened? Yeah. Give us, give us, give us the dirt. Give us the Please. gas station yeah. at 11.30 p.m. version. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he said it right. I, uh, I think it was also like uh, we were talking about maybe even a presentation. And the more that I listened, the more I, I felt like I could help in a different capacity more. Um, and, um, yeah, I've been blessed ever since to meet Steven and, and, you know, and help with the, the growth. And, uh, we recently hit a major milestone, so that's exciting. And yeah. And that's a thousand. A thousand? That's the thousand membership. That's awesome. And this year we've really just been focused on really just structuring, uh, the channels by which people can get value from it. And um, we've launched the PSMS table, which is a monthly reoccurring type of event where we've um, seriesed it out for four series. We're in the middle of our key tools series, which is really focused on what's out there, what exists that people can tap into to help them in their journey. And, and, um, and we've pulled in from resources outside of industry as well, because we definitely have rich expertise within industry, but we're not the first to go down this path. So um, external perspective really has helped us. We, we had Tim Hightower, a former NFL uh, player who now works for uh, the Washington Commanders in an executive role, come and talk about the power of conditioning, that mindset, you know, those types of qualities are so transferable when it comes to safety culture and risk assessment and the type of, you know, foundation that you need to have to launch something like an SMS system. So it's been really exciting and a rich opportunity to, to grow and learn myself. So yeah. that's I mean, when I heard LinkedIn group, so you got to understand, I hear it through Steve Allen, right? He comes back, he's <laughs> excited about a LinkedIn group. And I'm like, listen, Steve, I've been a part of a lot of LinkedIn groups. And usually right. it's just an echo chamber or people just spamming you with stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, you all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. We all are a part of the pipeliners of America or something, right. you know, out there that's a group that started a long time ago that's not the crickets in there. So when I, when I joined myself and started to kind of look around, I was surprised, like you said, the calls, uh, is it monthly? I'm sorry. Is it yeah. monthly? Still? monthly? Okay. Yeah. So monthly calls, you know, things like that. And then I kind of wrapped my brain. You've, y'all have hit on several things. What else out there are y'all doing? What other kind of impacts and positive influence are happening, you know, as a byproduct or a product out of it? You want to talk about the exchange, Stephen? We just we just uh, uh, launched the the practice exchange and that's a subgroup and yeah I'll, I'll mention just first I'll mention that um, you know really I I think we we've kind of fostered over the years we've fostered the this area where people can come in and they can they can interact over whether it's a success or a challenge or something that they're faced right they're trying to figure out what what are we trying to solve here you know whatever the problem is. Um, and then they can go off, right? Because I've had people that I'm part of groups and so is Ashley, like, and they, you know, we may have a call, an AGA call, and then they'll reach out separately because they know about the group and they'll say, Hey, you know, and so there's a, 
it's slightly different dialogue sometimes, right? Because um, they're not on, you know, recording with all other people. And mm -hmm. so there's a lot of that. And I think we, we, all, we encourage that, which is come in. If you've got, you want to take, you know, your business or whatever offline, it's all great. Because I think that we're, we're really there to kind of foster those connections and that collaborative effort to really help across the industry, no matter what you're trying to do. And so if, if they're not interested in necessarily what we have to say, you know, they can always just look in through the group, notice that someone is on in the group and say, hey, wait a minute, they actually deal with this. Maybe I can reach out to them and, and see if we can just talk one-on-one. -on -one. So there's that in a, in a broad sense. But yeah, one, Ashley, why don't you talk about the exchange? Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, besides kind of what we are calling the PSMS table, and that really we we call it the table because it's very much like what Stephen was mentioning. It's it's a come as you are. That's kind of the beauty of our group is that you don't have to be an executive at a company to have a seat at the table. You don't have to even know about pipeline safety management system to come and be fed. You know, the dinner table is. And our homes often are where a lot of conversation and relationships get built. So that's why we call it a PS mess table, but that's not the only channel. So we just launched um, our practice exchange, you know, an industry having sat at many with many hats and many seats at many tables. Steven's referencing like this practice sharing. It's, it's an uncomfortable place at times for industry. And there's a there's many good reasons why, um, but we've got to get past that. And so this practice exchange, have you guys ever watched the show The Shark Tank? Yes. <laughs> okay. So it, it's like that. Con it's built upon similar concept um, that we have an industry panel of just expertise. In fact, Steve Allen is part of that. Jeff Weiss is part of that. We're getting ready to showcase this diverse spectrum of expertise across industry that is going to serve this membership and say you have a practice or um, you're getting ready to launch a practice and you, you want a set of diverse eyes from different backgrounds, different competencies, like, a, like the sharks, to give you really perspective and round you out that's really what this is about. It's about kind of changing the way in which we exchange information and really, you know, creating a space of um, com comfortability, space of security as an industry for industry um, to share some of that information without having to get to the nth degree of your decimal point on risk, you know, and your risk register. But you can still have a really robust, rich conversation without showing all your cards and putting your company or yourself in a really vulnerable position. So that's really kind of what the practice exchange is all about. We'll be holding them quarterly. We'll be calling for exchanges and just really excited about the momentum behind the subgroup. So. Ashley, is there a podcasting, you know, practice that maybe Jim and I could be SMEs on? I'm just wondering. I'm hey, workshop that a little never. bit. Never say never, James. Yeah. I mean, you should, uh, we're, I mean, I know we, yeah. we're still kind of talking about next year for sure, but um, yeah, yeah we should schedule you out because um, we'll workshop that. We'll workshop it. That sounds great. You got an idea? You got an idea? Jay? It does sound cool. Uh, I, I kid. 
obviously I'm joking about it, but I, that sounds awesome. And, and the more I learn and the more I talk to, and I was going to say, I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. Uh, I think Steve Allen and, and Jeff, we should be so proud of how many times we've dropped their names already. <laughs> you I know, know right? the check I, is in the mail, right? <laughs> no big deal. Well, there's some also, there's some other household names. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot that you're going to notice. Lauren so. Anderson, yeah. Amy Willis, Bram Emerson. You know, oh, Ashley. Shout of, out. Yeah. Go ahead. Continue. Yeah. Name all thousand oh, members. Oh, gosh. James Upton. Yeah. Jim Francis. You know, I'm going to forget, yeah. I'm gonna forget someone. So I hate to like start name <laughs> no. dropping. Um, I know the feeling super rich of talent and diversity, which I think is diversity of thought, diversity of experience. It's critical, um, in our industry. And, um, it's just, we want, we want the panel to reflect that. And and that's, and that's wonderful. And, And as I sit here listening to the, to the stories, that's what I think about what's so great about our industry is that when people get together for collaboration, for doing things better, safer, you know, in in taking those aspects first and foremost, a lot of those corporate walls come down. And I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just saying that if somebody has a better way to do something, they're not afraid to share that. So somebody else can be safer. It doesn't matter what uniform they're wearing or where they're located. Everybody that really embraces that thinks about safety and safety first and i i love that about our industry i, I gotta give a shout out just i do have to name drop if you guys don't mind go ahead please we're in the spirit exchange are uh david toth and david spangler so when we think about pipeline safety management yeah. systems i know we've been focusing as an industry heavily on the operating community which is really important i always i often say it's you know it's when the oxygen mass drops, you kind of are taking care of yourself first before you pivot. But the contracting community cannot be forgotten. And mm-hmm. I'm really excited that we actually have David Spangler too, um, who's part of Mirrors, who represents the contracting community and they're leading this exchange. It's not Stephen and I, we're just kind of, you know, helping guide yep. and point the North Star, but this team's really going to bring it to life. So it's cool to see. That's wonderful. I, I love all that. You know, and we at Energy World that, you know, we're we're passionate about safety. We're passionate about education. We're passionate about having people be the best that they can be. And I'll tell you, you know, when you look at some of the players within our organization, the Steve Allen's, the Brian Dressels, the Kelsey Klinglers, I mean, those types. I mean, yeah. I remember my getting onto the PSMS journey it actually was with Steve Allen for myself before he started with us and I needed help. I was given a presentation in Vegas. And I remember the, the biggest thing that he told me, he was like, Jimmy, he goes, the biggest thing with PSMS, he goes, it's a journey, not a destination. You never mm. finish it because I initially had that mindset, like, what do we need to do to get it complete? You know, check it off. Yeah. checkbox. Yeah. It's from top to bottom, CEO, all the way through the organization, side to side. Everybody has to embrace it. Everybody has a piece to it that they bring. And then when you take all those pieces and you form them together, he goes, there you have a PSMS journey and plan and program. And that was wonderful. But I, I tell you, I think a lot of our audiences are probably asking the same thing. I, I think a lot of us are, have been aware of PSMS. I think we're embracing it. 
But I think we look to leaders like you both as to, you know, what's next? What's coming down the road for us? Anything new, exciting, different uh, things we need to be aware of? Uh, this is the time to, if, if you're going to peel back the onion a little bit and show us something, yeah. you know, it, it'll just be amongst the four of us. So don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of viewers. Yeah. A couple of viewers. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I, I mean, just from the operator's standpoint, I know that, um, you know, in addition to our own journey, you know, engaging our contractors, I mean, I know Ashley's focused on that as well, but um, really just kind of spreading that engagement, you know, through the contracting community, uh, particularly for an operator is, is important um, because, you know, there's a, there, it, it needs to be there. You know, we need to, there need to, we need to find those synergies, right. Between all the groups, what they're doing. And of course, you know, some of the challenges are that they're often, if these are large contractors, they're supporting other operators as well. So yep. that that's where this collaboration and, you know, community of kind of sharing information and exchange really comes in is because the uh, because it is, it's a journey, but it's not necessarily an easy one for, for some of the more complex operations, right? To bring a management system together to actually try to fine tune everything. Yeah. I know Ashley's- A mentor of mine, Jim Howell, he always reminds me it's, it's, um, it's a way of doing business. And I think it's really causing industry <laughs> to really think about how you're conducting business. And then you pair that with like, you know, industry paradigm shifts that we're seeing in safety around human fallibility and culture and failure capacity, like capacity models, and then the construction dynamics, these power dynamics between contractors and owner operators shifting to this real, more robust conversation that incorporates price realism, for example. Mm -hmm. And this is all really nothing but tailwinds for pipeline safety management systems. So I see like just it getting more and more amplified. Um, and because of that, not just a focus on contractors and framework, which we've been all probably working feverishly around, but operational technologies that enable pipeline safety management systems. So I think of like, what are some tools and technologies around management of change? Like, how do you start to measure change fatigue in ways that we've never traditionally done? Or how do you know that one change is being evaluated around its impact across all these series of other changes that might be being prepared or already taking place? So I can see an example of, you know, operational technologies in a lot of different spaces to enable I think you're going to see that through product development for sure. You're speaking my language. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, when I think about all the data opportunities there, right, we're seeing a huge movement in AI, machine <clears throat> vision, machine learning. And yeah. I think just of all the, cap you know, the possibilities out there when we kind of sick this technology on some of our, our problems with the amount of sheer data that we have, I'm really, really looking forward to some of those uh, things that come out of this. I love it. Um, I've got, so there's, there's something we do with all of our guests and you two are oh. no different. Okay. <laughs> You're scaring me. What? Oh boy. It's fine. It's fine. 
<laughs> no. So I'll, I'll let y'all decide who's going to go first first. Uh, ladies first. Oh, wow. <laughs> you ladies first it is. You can't tell together a lot, yes. can you? So ladies yeah. first, uh, you get oh, to choose, great. actually. Who goes first? Ah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll go first. Oh, oh what a leader. She's not scared. She's not yeah, scared. I like it. <laughs> All right, Ashley. Well, I, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> we, we ask everybody a question. It's kind of something that we live by. It's kind of what our show is based on, too, and that's, um, you know, that we do have this platform and we do have this opportunity. And what what would you, if you have the floor, which you do, what what do you want to leave everybody with? Like, if you can't, you know, you, you want to give it all away. You can't take it with you when you're gone. Mm. What would you want to leave folks with? No big deal. Yeah. Um, hmm. Just to stay humble and kind. I mean, I... You know, I think in today's environment, really, you know, there's a lot of pressure that everyone's under and sometimes you just can't see that pressure. Um, and you're certainly not able to walk in other people's shoes. And so I've, I've certainly found myself in unkind situations through a really tough period in life and, um, behind the curtain, you know, in front of it, you would have never seen it, but behind the curtain it's going on. And so you know, kind doesn't mean, you know, rolling over and, you know, um, going against your value system, but there is a delivery in the how and just to, you know, make sure that you keep that in your approach because life is just so much bigger than that one task or that one moment where you feel kind of on edge to, you know, that human flesh side of you may get at you. So, that's, that's what I would just offer is, you know, in the grand scheme of life, does that unkindness really matter? Not really, but that kind moment will to somebody. No. So I guess that, that would be like what I would say you can't take, I can't take with me, but I would hope that at least my daughters would learn that from me. So yeah. Okay. That's wonderful. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Well, now, she took even now you have to follow she took mine wait a minute oh, oh, did you really? oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i yeah i mean how can i follow that um no oh. I mean, she's right i mean that's um it's so so important and no matter what you do i would say okay so if i have to come up with something it's uh uh you know life doesn't owe you anything right um so whatever you're into right it doesn't matter what it is you should give it everything you've got I love that. Um, and then as you pointed out, James, you know, give it away, right? I mean, you, you know, what better than to, than to give all your energy to something and then to pass that on or to just open it up so that other people can possibly, you know, feed off of that as well. And honestly, the world, you know, needs more of that. So it, like, that's why I said, it doesn't matter what you're really into. It's just give it yeah. everything, you know? These are two caring and giving people. Yeah. Yeah. What great they, new friends we like have. That. That's, That's a passion. Right. I love that. I absolutely love it. Um, can we do a, a, a quick favor though? Let's remind the audience. I think that you folks would welcome some more participants in the group on LinkedIn. Is that a correct statement? Yeah, we cherish all members. Okay. All members and, and yeah. yeah. Anybody and who wants to step up. Are. Yeah. 
And how would they find what's the easiest way when they go in that search engine up there? What should they punch in? So you can you can type in, you know, you can type in a hashtag, right? PSMS. And when it filters, it should it should look for the groups. So you should be able to filter out groups. Um, or you can put look up pipeline safety management system and and again pull up groups. You can look up uh, certainly my name or, or Ashley's name, and there'll be there'll be a way to get to the to the group that way for sure. I have an idea I'll help you find also. your way. Yeah, Ashley will put it down in the comments, won't you, Ashley? I know Ooh. she will. Wait, all right. I bet we can link it just straight. I'm sure we there can. You go. Make it Is that at me, Ashley, or you? Yes, all there, of Ashley. the above. Anyone, <laughs> okay. all the Ashleys. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Well, we can put it in the comments. One of us will do. We have an Ashley too that is instrumental behind the scenes. I think she's going to throw okay. that link in there. So, all right, awesome. Hey, uh, I, I I can't thank you guys enough for the time. I know you all are really busy. Um, I, I personally, uh, am very proud to be a member of the group. I'm still learning each and every day and thank you for all that you do for us. Yep. Thank you. Back at you thank guys you. for having us. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, really. Yeah, absolutely. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you next time on Coffee, Jim and James. Thanks guys. <laughs>